epic gumdrop. Sweeter than finding a backpack full of quarters. This is James. And this is Jeff. This week we're talking about the almost exclusively about the Pathfinder beginner box as we're going to talk about uh, role-playing games and families. So if you want to check out uh, BreakingDads.com, we have a link to uh, Paizo has a great beginner box opening video where they'll they'll show you all of the stuff we're going to talk about here so you have some context and uh we'll probably put some photos or something else on so yeah breakingdads.com for that breakingdads.com breakingdads.com after the last episode where we talked about trying to find i wanted to find a role-playing game to get it back into it and decided on the pathfinder beginner box as the entry point um thought I, I have not been disappointed. I could almost end the podcast saying yeah. that because <laughs> I opened it up and went, wow, yeah. they nailed it. Like, yes. There's no, they, they got it all, I think. If you are thinking about getting someone into role playing and don't know where to start, they this is it. Yeah. This is where you start. Now, to be fair, I haven't looked, I know D&D has mm-hmm. some kind of box. I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, uh, I'm going to assume if they hadn't had it figured out, they ripped a page off right. of Paizo's rule book because I, I imagine they must be comparable now. Right. But specifically just the Paizo one is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, so yeah, like everything's included that you would possibly want yep. to run an adventure from. Let We're assuming here you've never played a role-playing game. Or, uh, or haven't for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, you're set. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what, yeah. So what's in the box? It's the they have a huge, large, double-sided flip mat, and it yep. is large. You need some table space. Yes, I mean you don't have to play with a flip mat, but it is so much fun to introduce new people to it. Mm-hmm. If you've got this visual representation, one side's the dungeon from the the, the adventure that's included in it. Yeah, flip it over. The other side is blank. Yeah. And they get you ready to use that blank side later when you're ready. So yes. it's they've thought that out. Well, and speaking of thought it out, the, uh, I like the idea that you can use any kind of markers on it. It's yeah, yeah. So you exactly. know, you already have the equipment at home. There is to n- draw on this. It's like they went, "What are the barriers that are going to prevent yes. people from doing this?" Yep. And then they just erased those barriers. Yep. Um, little cardboard characters, mm-hmm. and mon- you know, and for the monsters, and the also the pre-generated characters. They sit on little plastic stands and they fit the scale of the map and everything. Yeah. And it's all standard scale. Yeah. They, I mean, it's not little plastic minis, which is, is, you know, it may be not as, uh, immersive. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But it's also not more plastic. No. And, and I kind of like that. And it gives the box a nice retail price point. It does. That minis would not. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. You're ensuring that your children will not bankrupt you with their need for. <laughs> yeah. But I need that. And, and, I... and again, when you're playing with kids, having a physical representation on the table helps them visualize the situation exactly. a little better. It frees up some brain space Yeah. for the decision making that that is to follow. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was. They, they yeah our kids they wanted to punch them all out and they really were yeah. like ooh look at this I want to battle this thing yes because they saw it um the fact that there was male and female versions mm-hmm. I thought was a great that was just great yes. I was like you know how many I I think that, again they've learned from the idea that there's a kind of stereotype about the right. hobby that it's a bunch of boy nerds in a basement yeah and went 
yeah, well, let's take every character type that we give you a pre-generated sheet for, mm -hmm. and you can play it different ways. Yep. Um, that said, my you know my daughter still wanted to be a wizard named Philip. Philip. Yeah. Philip the wizard. I have no idea why where that came from, but that's a that's a good name for a wizard. Yeah, I'd say. Um, no, I agree. I think what you said about barriers before, they looked at what the barriers are, and by providing a male and female of everything, it doesn't allow someone to say, oh, I would have played, but, yeah, you know, I can't be the cleric. I can't be the wizard. I can't be the fighter. Elf princess. Yeah. No, no, Steve, you can't. Yeah, exactly. You're good. So it's good to know. Oh, Steve. Steve. <laughs> it's always uh, a Steve. Uh, yeah. So, the, yeah, the uh, pre-built character sheets, mm -hmm. which... Again, that's another one of those tedious things when you're getting into it. Yeah. And that was maybe a turnoff for me when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't have the patience to sit and it's like, okay, we're going to play a game, but first we're going to take an hour. Yes. And we're going to build, go run you through this process that you're really not going to understand. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, you're going to have a character sheet that you're not going to understand how to read. Yeah. And then we're going to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they give you these great pre-built sheets with little pullouts explaining all of the yep. things on the side. Uh, references to the book. I mean, it's just all, if you don't get something, there's something explaining it. Really? So yeah, if you don't understand something by the end of this process, that's on you. It is. <laughs> the, the resource, the resources are there. And the explanation game, is there. Yeah. This has rules. Yep. That's the other, like it, it as easy as they've made it, it mm -hmm. is like any game, but I would say they've made it possibly easier than most board games. Right. To get into it. But there is, there's a rule set. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of organic. It grows. It's organic. That's, uh, I guess, a weird part about it is that yeah. it just expands as you. But, but they... I think the the best games I've taught are games where you can introduce the, the basic concept and yeah. then add to it as they become familiar with the basics. So. And I think that's the idea here with this box is you can start with just, I mean, they give you everything you need to even just go into adventure and roll dice yeah. without having done anything. No, exactly. Um, and then you're learning how the character sheet interacts with the dice, interacts with the game world. Yeah. Yeah, and you're you're starting from there. And they've broken it up into the, the two streams. Like, mm -hmm. the, you're going to be a hero or a game master. Yes. And if you're going to be the hero, yeah, right away, they've got that solo adventure that, boom, you're rolling dice, mm -hmm. and you're learning the concepts through active play. Yeah. So you do that little solo play. Uh, you can have zero knowledge, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, and they basically then also give you more details. So if you wanted to find out more about that fighter or more about that cleric, yeah. they give you a whole pile more than the basic sheet. Um, basic weapons, spells, armor, things that you might run encounter, uh, and just a nice overview of the game. Right. That said, the game is combat, combat, combat. Yes. Which I'll get more on that later. But yeah, it's that's really the big thing they cover because i guess that's if you're going to get into this you're likely looking for conflict mm -hmm. so hey let's explain combat because it's involved yeah um th again they did a great job of that yeah i think at yep. the end of it i i was like oh yeah okay now i get the the flow of play again yes and uh the game master's guide yeah i don't know what do you think of looking through all these i thought it was great uh in that it not only um says here's what you need to know to be a good game master it also covers here's how yeah. you be a great game master right in terms of of your preparation and and how you're supposed to lead the parties it's all covered in 
a not too thick book. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most the role playing stuff seem they have a section on explaining how to be a GM. Yes. But this one really was like, okay, okay, guy, we know you've never or girl, you've never GM before. Yes. Here you go. Here's what it means to be a GM. This is what a story is. Yeah, here's what your duties are. Here's what a story might look like. Yeah. We know you've never written fan fiction before. Here's, yes. Here's what a story is. Yeah. Um, yeah. They get you through going through the first bit. They give you a, an adventure you're going to run for the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they assume that you're, you're going to have a few friends. Yes. Uh, I think ideally about three people, four people would be Idea. Yeah, in the book they say four is great because um, that's enough people for people to be doing stuff, yeah. but uh, little enough that you can you can plan for each of the people. When you get up to six and above, it gets harder. People to... get bored. Not well, enough. you have yeah, to add stuff. Exactly, and just just to keep track of all those characters and to plan for events for all those characters. If you're a new GM, much. you don't yeah, need that. <laughs> exactly. Maybe hold that off until you've done it for a while. And if you have less, I mean, you can just reduce things a little bit if there's two goblins you can get rid of one yeah story. absolutely and yeah. that's what we kind of found is uh I, that takes a bit you're mm-hmm. i think you're used to in games where you're given the rule set and you're given yes. the thing and you you just you play through it like a machine mm-hmm. and then you get comfortable with this right out of the box you can just start adjusting it yeah um at very finely though because yes. it's a very finely tuned system and you mm-hmm. you throw in something ridiculous it's going to outweigh the whole system so right. you can break it very easily but um yeah they explain to you how to build your further yeah. adventures so they run you through the first one they teach you all of the concepts and then say hey you want to you want to do the next one mm-hmm. you do don't you here's how you do it here's yes. how you write a story here's what you need to put in it mm-hmm. here's how you don't you just break it and outweigh it with a, a dragon right off the you know entrance of yeah. this village. So that's yeah, I think that they did a, it's a commitment. Yes, but they did a great job of explaining the commitment to mm-hmm. you and mm-hmm. then guiding you through the process. But yeah, as you open it up, you're like, oh right, this is going to be a little bit of work. Yes. Um, that being said, uh, speaking of things they've done right, the the layout of the books. It, I just blew me away. Yeah. I mean, whoever they hired to do the layout should do the layout for everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's, no, it's just so perfect. You can tell just the way they break down information. It, it's super look upable. Yeah, everything's color coded. Everything's indexed. It, they have pages showing pages of the book, explaining how the pages of the book yeah, work, exactly. which I found superfluous for the most part, because from the design of the pages themselves, you can see how they are intended to work. It's but really, they, really well they done. They thought it out. Yes. Um, and it, especially when you're starting something like this and you're be looking up stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it needs to be quick reference. It takes half a second to find, it does. To find what you're looking for. Because you're like, oh, visually, I know that yes, page. Yes, exactly. It's all labeled up in the top. Mm-hmm. It's got great headings. Yep. Our rules episode uh, yes. that you can see, listen to on the website. This is an antidote, I think, to that episode yes in many ways like they they did it right that being said you know while some board games could need a rules pamphlet that thick yeah you're not going to get it no no you're not <laughs> so uh that's where role playing can maybe win on some things yeah uh, but yeah that was that was fantastic and and uh there's um I was talking to you, a really good mix between art and text yeah. in it so that it's visually interesting as you go through and it, the art itself serves as 
references to the pages. You're like, oh, that's the page that has that fat night on it. <laughs> I think being an adventure based uh, or an imagination based mm-hmm. kind of uh, thing, you know, it's not a literal game necessarily. Yeah. So having that art being so, I mean, that's the one thing that role playing has always done, right? Mm-hmm. Is is immersing you in the world through the art. Yes. And by having so much art in, intermixed, mm-hmm. a new player goes, oh, okay, I get this. I know yes. this world or this world isn't because it's enticing. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into fantasy. I don't read no. fantasy fiction. Fan- fantasy is a genre that's often lost on me, but I really enjoyed this because yes. it reminds me of, yeah, it, it just, you think, oh, this world's going to be fun to play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, yeah, I agree. Their world building is phenomenal in general. Uh, you know, my, my experience with Pathfinder is more through the adventure card game. Right. But you can see the world building that's, that they are able to draw on in that game yeah, and just the, the details they can give out in drips and drabs. And you know that there's more, if you want more info on it, they have it. Right. Um, they've thought about it. They know what the, when the tides come in and out in the different yeah. places, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a living, breathing world that they drop you in for sure. Yeah. 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 Cause previously that's the only, the, uh, I playing the game with you, the adventure card game. Yeah was a, a toe into this and it, there is an interesting crossover between the the, the game systems they've created yes. and the, keeping that contained world mm-hmm. like like you said it'll be interesting when they have the app of the card game yeah they reuse the, the art liberally yes but it does tie it all together mm-hmm. and they've done a yeah it's nice well and that's one of the things uh we talk about too is uh like uh, what's the name of the fighter guy i can never do uh, fantasy names Leros. Leros, yes like the same image of him is used many 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 times throughout their different properties but because the same image of him is used many many times the image itself becomes an icon yeah right so you see it and you automatically recognize who he is and what he represents and what that means for whether it's a playing card in the adventure card game or when you see it in the app i'm sure it'll be the exact same art when you see it on the page here it, it gives you sort of a foundation already it's true yeah so the icon of the fighter mm -hmm. Yeah, I think having the uh, so many of the D and D people involved with uh, Paizo yeah. too helps because they've carried on the tradition. Like Wayne Reynolds does all their cover art yes. on their books. They've got D and D writers. I'm thinking uh, involved. Uh, some of the big people in mm-hmm. Paizo, I think, are ex D and D people yep. or ex Wizards people or whatever. Yeah, um, it, which makes sense. Cause... Yeah. Oh, totally. Where else are you gonna work? Exactly. Um, so they've really they've taken everything they've learned over the years and just refined, refined, refined. Mm-hmm. You do feel like RPGs have gotten to this refined point, which is nice. Yeah, it's yeah, and so anything that comes in the future is just going to keep building on mm-hmm. this, which is kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. To, but anyway, yeah. Um, and if you do want to build past this beginner box, that was another nice thing I thought they included inside. Mm-hmm. That uh, what do they call that transition? Yeah. Guide. Yeah, to get you from where this box leads off and the core game yeah. picks up. Yeah. Um, and we picked up a few books right away as soon as yeah. we pl- opened this box up. I think I got the core rule book right away because I knew, I, yeah. okay, I'm going to want more. Yeah. And it's it's interesting the contrast between, and not it's a not a negative or positive. It's just there's a strong contrast yeah. between the beginner box, <clears throat> excuse me, and the rule set or the, yes. uh, the rest of the books. The rest of the books are beautiful yeah that's they're just gorgeous they have another one of those where they used a background throughout all the books Mm -hmm. but it's not offensive it's no it's nice it adds a kind of 
texture almost to, it, the, to the words. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're reading an, an ancient manuscript. Yes. But it's not... On high glass bound paper. Exactly. <laughs> the books, you could kill a, you know, an ogre with the book. Yes. It weighs 400 pounds. But definitely, the you needed the beginner box because the core rule book, rule book, you pick it up, you open it up, and it's like, it screams, you've played this before. <laughs> yes. You can do this because you've played this before. I mean, the font is, it's in, in many ways the antithesis of the beginner box. In yeah. It's laid out nicely. It's not 12 point. No, it is tiny font. It covers minutia. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of information to absorb. And the uh, the transition guide does teach you how to read all of the the mm -hmm. whatever you call these the tables and the sheets right. and stuff, and or whatever the blocks. And you, yeah, it, it, they've said they prepared you for it. But when you open the books, you're like, oh wow, yes, <laughs> there, there's a lot here. It's almost jarring. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's like the grown up. They really are like, okay, we've taken you through the kiddie pool. Yeah. Welcome to the deep end. I, I see it more as like um, like when your parent lets go of you when you're riding the bike. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you got this now. And, you know, you, you're first, you're like, I don't know that I've got this. And then very quickly, you're like, oh, no, I got this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah. they pull the training wheels off while you're still riding. Yes. <laughs> um, but again, so, I mean, again, it's not to knock the, the core rule oh, book no, or the no. other books. They're, they're, it's just, they're it's very well done. Yeah. It's just they're aimed at a different audience well, for it, sure. It just illustrates how good of a job they did. Yes. Simplifying it all for that beginner yeah. box. And it, again, it's, it, the, the beginner box is simplified, but it's not dumbed down. No, that's exactly. Yeah. It. It's yeah. not, it's not like, okay, we know you can't handle this. So yeah. we'll break it up like this. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is addressing the idea that the, the core books are not for beginners, right? That they're they're written to an experienced audience, yeah. Um, and it's just it's just a different, I don't want to say level, but different market, really. Well, they're like a lot of that information is superfluous. Yes, a, a first level player doesn't need to know ninety yes, percent of it. Exactly. And so they're like, we're not going to scare you off. Yeah, like, Shh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Come on, come back to the table. Exactly. It's the the knee pads and the helmet and the yeah. and the training wheels <laughs> are there. Um. The uh, I I will say, probably the best kids book you can ever buy is the best Jerry. Yeah. Uh, my kid just he was gone for days. Yeah. And like, it was amazing. He took the books and was like, I took the books, mm -hmm. took the twenty sided dice, and went to his room. Probably the strongest endorsement of uh the best Jerry is that your child went from saying, "Hey, Dad, in Minecraft." Yeah. To Hey, Dad, in Pathfinder. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's impressive. It was impressive. Yeah. Because they... it's been how many years of oh, in Minecraft? It's crazy. So now yeah. whenever we go for walks, my wife has to endure listening to yes. nonstop talk about Pathfinder. Yeah. Um, that said, you know, I he, he's mostly looking at the stats yeah. on all the monsters and stuff. And I, I started reading through some of the descriptions. And yes. as I was reading the ogres, I was like, oh, Oh, there's some, uh, you know, some concepts I didn't want to have to explain to a seven-year-old. Some nightmare-inducing concepts. Well, stuff like incest and necrophilia. Is that really? They're, the ogre is, uh, well, they're they're not pleasant creatures. No. I feel like you could make that case without the incest and necrophilia. Yeah, I, I was like, But then oh, again, this... can you talk about royal families without well, mentioning incest as thing. well? Because I actually got in that conversation with my kids the other day. What? Somehow. I don't know how. You guys were I was sitting around watching Game of Thrones as you do. No, we were driving somewhere <laughs> and a conversation started up about the, the royal family and, and then we were like talking about who would be the next king and then and then 
And then I got to talking about how, like, well, the queen's married to this guy who I think's her cousin. I'm pretty sure because they are. They're all cousins back in like up yeah. to up to oh. you know Elizabeth. Yeah. Um. And and how nice it is that the her kids and the, her grandkids got to marry outside of the royal family. Right. Yeah. And then and then uh, and then it got weird. And probably it's one of those conversations <laughs> you where you just kept talking. <laughs> yeah. Where I wish I hadn't started talking, but I dug myself a hole and by. By golly, I was gonna keep digging. Oh man! So yeah, so what I'm saying is, so it's not just role playing where you bring up <laughs> concepts like that. No, and I, I, you know, I thought, okay, he if he comes to me and I'd have to give some, I I don't know if I'd I couldn't even explain. He doesn't even understand what you know sex is, let alone. No. So I was like, okay, I'm not. He he's not even probably going to ask. He's going to assume it's something horrible the ogre does. Right, that's a good point. It's a, it's a polysyllabic word I can't even pronounce. I'm just going to go, ah, it's terrible. Yeah, you're fine until on the playground. He's like, you're the bad guy, so you're yeah. a necrophile. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't read through all of them, but I, that, that was one of the first ones I read, and I went, oh boy, right. I'm glad right. he's not into the words as so, much. So they are geared towards adults, I think is a I fair think to say. I that's what I'm going to say. These are the reasons why um, there used to be protests about, <laughs> yeah. about role-playing games. yeah. But, yeah. you know, if there was an ogre, that, that doesn't seem... Even reading Harry yeah. Potter, you know, you read about the giants or whatever. Somehow they managed to avoid incest and well, necrophilia in the, the whole seven book but series. But then he rips... One of the characters in Harry Potter, he rips off the head of the other one and throws it in the lake. When, but in book five, we just finished reading that. I, I was believe like, you. It gets a bit harsh. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Definitely it gets for an older audience as yeah. the books go on. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a good tie-in between the two. There you go. <laughs> So in your mind, nowhere. So it's the best book for kids with with one one slight hiccup. Yeah, but okay. other than that, the uh, he just loved creating little tiny adventures. Mm -hmm. He took the map and just went and popped, you know, punched all the cardboard, built built his own dungeon, and was just rolling, rolling, rolling. Well, and I'm not joking. Where one day he was done. Mage Knight, the board game, did it for a bit. Yes. And this was further. Yeah. I think five hours at one point. And wow. we're like, you know, come for dinner. <laughs> like he just, he was gone and uh -huh. just excited, this frenzied look in his eyes. Just, yeah, it was, it was yeah. great. It was really cool to see that. Yeah. Cool slash scary, but mostly cool. <laughs> cool. But a little well, scary. Again, the, uh, you know, not going to have to worry about the girls. Yeah. Oh, that's the nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get your kid hooked on role playing. Yeah. Yeah. Won't do drugs. You Mountain Dew consumption is really your That's biggest concern. Big, diabetes is the, yeah. my biggest threat. He can't afford the hard stuff. Uh, yeah. And the the big thing I hadn't thought about in mm -hmm. all of this was just, it's just combat. Combat, yeah. combat, combat. And that's what he, you know, it's all it kind of gave him because he wasn't equipped to go and create his own traps and stuff. Right. And the more we talked about it, because we don't, we try to not play so much conflict-oriented stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I love imaginative stuff, but you can do so much more. Yeah. So with this, once we started talking about creating adventures with traps and yeah. um, puzzles and things, I think he got a little bit more interested. Right. But the fighter is a great character to start just to learn yes. the concepts. Yeah. And then move on into more complex stuff. Yeah. I think, I mean, where the nice thing about the combat is, is it does give you a chance to bring up the moral issues associated with combat. Yeah. Um, in through through very backdoor kind of ways where it's like okay well you defeated that uh, and now you know there's families yeah <laughs> without like you can bring up the consequences 
which are something that it's it's good if children understand that these grand actions have consequences yeah. beyond victory. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a Canadian way of <laughs> looking at conflict or not. But it, I'll you know get into it more in a bit. But that yeah. was it. Gave me a lot of food for thought on okay, how are we going to move forward with all of this? Well, speaking of thoughts, like what were your your seven year old's thoughts on <laughs> on this in general? D twenties. <laughs> that, that was it. I he he sold. Yeah. Sold. Uh, <laughs> Random chance. I love it. Yeah. Is that <laughs> he? I think just again going from D sixes in all the ca- yeah. kids games you play to this thing that it's it is funny how there's something magical about a D twenty. Mm-hmm. It was really weird. It just it was it opened up so much space in, in the probabilities, and I think it wasn't just that it was like a win or lose thing. It was he really liked the concept of armor classes and yeah, you know the whatever challenge ratings on all the things, yeah. and it he really just. Yeah, it made a lot of sense to him as right. a universe. Right. Um, and I asked him this morning. I was like, "Yeah, what were his big things?" And he's just like, "Monsters and traps." <laughs> that was, and and the, he liked the story. He liked that mm-hmm. he got to be. And you know, again, I think this is from our reading of the Harry Potter stuff right now. Is right. he's big into this, the narrative of it, and mm-hmm. it's it's really all clicking together. So yeah. that's exciting to see. Yeah, and it's nice for kids because it's not just passive that something that's happening to another character is it's they get to make the choices that affect yeah the story and that's that's big it for is kids. i think so um so yeah and then you know the the big thing I, I was trying to think about was because i'm trying to just play this with my family right you know i'm not necessarily going to join the pathfinder society right now that's, yes i don't have the time for that yeah <laughs> um part of this is i wanted to get back into this and i thought it would be fun and mm-hmm. my you know my wife's played them and if that we do a big you know a good it seemed like a good family thing right um let's go destroy things together yes and uh you know they it, say the family that pillages together i think so slays together stays together yes um like any game if you're going to do this with your family mm-hmm. read, read the rules yes don't don't make them suffer yeah because there is more maybe uh richness in this mm-hmm. uh, i wouldn't say complexity but there's it's rich and you don't want to ha- be like, okay, give me give me twenty five minutes. I'm gonna go read yeah. this section on combat. Yes, read that before. Um, and I think you know we did we sat down and we did a session. And yeah, my wife was like, yeah, that was fun. I'm not going to do this again until you know the seven year old understands this a little better. Yeah, because we you know you go into the the uh, the fountain room you and i describe the room and it gives you three very explicit kind of options yes and it is interesting that is it's a learned role playing teaches you a learned decision making process yes. in these games the details i'm giving you are critical to your decision yes and he he was like oh there's three decisions i want number 8 <laughs> and it was a little frustrating i think for her yeah. she was like oh come on just do this or do you know like yeah. i think it was uh he he needs to learn the process mm-hmm. but it is interesting when you see how a kid interacts with the process you realize how artificial the game is in some ways yes because you're like oh yeah it's an unlimited world but really eh, you're kind it's of another, yeah is guided but isn't that life man yeah isn't that life hang a left <laughs> cliff um so yeah maybe adults yeah. are easier to lead along because yep. they, they pick up on the hints the details a little easier but that said, I think he's, we played since just mm-hmm. him and I, and I think it's just a learning curve. Yeah. 
and he learns that the adventure is more fun when you kind of don't fight against the adventure. Right. Um, yeah, I think uh, patience. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, have a lot of pa- like like gaming with children in general, mm-hmm. but perhaps more so. Mm-hmm. This is like gaming uh, a big euro with your kid. Right. Like bring all your patience and you're going to do a lot of handholding. And mm-hmm. but after you're exhausted and finished, you're going to be like, wow, that was cool. It was neat to see. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine because uh, you know how your kid reacts in uh, Snakes and Ladders when they slide down the snake to near the beginning again <laughs> and they're in near tears. I can't imagine a character they've lived with for several hours yeah. takes a crit hit from an orc. <laughs> how that reaction is going to be as well. Like definitely you need to have the patience to understand that they're going to be emotional about that thing that happened. The the GM was liberal in his, his dice rolls. Yes. I, I thought, eh, like this would kill him, but let's roll again and see what it does. I didn't, didn't we cover a little of this in our breaking dads um, podcast on, on teaching I, games to I kids. I think we did. Yes. And Dude. there is definitely, you have to be prepared to not cheat, yeah. for the kid yeah but figure out how you apply the rules yeah because they are emotionally attached more so than an adult it's hard for them to distance yeah. themselves from the games exactly. so you have to be prepared for that and yeah there's no point in in going hey son let's play this game oh create your character <laughs> and uh no you made the wrong choice you died yeah <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, no, I think he we, we one of his characters got iced. I think he's okay. Yeah, we've done enough gaming at, at this point. I think he's mostly okay, but uh, yeah, it's, yeah, he's invested. You're right. Like I, yep. I had to play it a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, kids are gonna break your adventure. Yep, just roll with it. Like it's okay. So what's better, the kid breaking your adventure or you attempting to participate in your kid's adventure? Yeah. Which is like, I imagine, like, trying to play Adventure Time. <laughs> it, it was bananas. It was, I, he, every morning he started, he's like, okay, I got an adventure. He'd been going for, like, five minutes. Yes. I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And it would start out, like, really cool. And within about 30 seconds, it was like, where are we going? <laughs> this is, it was Adventure Time. It, yeah. Absolutely. There was, yeah. Yeah. Lady Rainicorn is, yeah, it was just, no, it was noodles. I couldn't, I, I, don't do it before you had coffee. Was it a certain level of fun? Like, like, did you feel the whimsy or was it like, was it just painful trying to wrap your head around exactly what was happening right now? No, it was, it was fun whimsy. I I wasn't like always awake enough for it because it was a level of imaginative play that went far beyond my capacity but I I tried my hardest it was it was great to see him just he loved it giver yeah yeah he felt powerful yeah see he was like I'm running an adventure for well he's god at that point right exactly like yeah I could rain down lightning on you if I chose yeah why not yes once he learns by the way that he can rain down lightning no (laughs) he's the rule set (laughs) yeah I won't teach him riffs or as uh as he (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then a robot dinosaur. Uh, no, it'll be great. Yeah, like when uh, when he gets good at traps and stuff, and yes. he'll be doing adventures. You'll have three choices. None of them <laughs> result in you living. We were going there. Yeah. Yes. No. It was the the traps were just horrific. I was like, what? This isn't. <laughs> there was a lot of me exasperated, and then him being okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I won't kill you right now. <laughs> like, dude, because uh, I wanted you to get the next trap. It's even oh. better. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah. yeah, if there was a downside to like this whole 
thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that uh, Paizo's done too good of a job. Right. <laughs> like, he was like, I, I want to get some maps. Yeah. And he's like, okay, uh, you know, can I get some maps? I was like, well, you don't, what do you need? He's like, I just need some maps. I just want to, I, I want to play some, on different maps. maps. Yeah. He doesn't want to draw them, but he wanted some pre-made maps. So, you know, we're, I was looking at line online of what they have. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, there's like thousands of, pro- mm-hmm. it's, that said, if you want everything, it's amazing. Yes. They have done everything down to the cards for yeah. damage to items to spells. Yeah. Spell decks. Their uh, game mastery, whatever that line of products they produce mm-hmm. on top of the regular stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the, the pre-written adventures. It's they really figured it out. Yeah. Uh, I'll give them a lot of credit. They refined this down. I mean, it, none yeah. of it seems... Um, unnecessary it, it, depending it's how no, you play yeah exactly that's what i look at it is they have again it's it's a barrier thing they've looked at yeah. why don't people play what do people want so they have a lot of products that you don't need that you might want yeah right uh and that's important i think and and not only that like with the maps for example you could get you can buy the book of the maps yeah you can download download a digital copy of the book of the maps you can download a digital copy of one of the maps from the book of maps exactly like they've really done a great job breaking it all down yeah into everything you want big blank flip mats we got them we got them, you want yeah. you want an ocean setting you want some boats you want like yeah there was something you know it was a little overwhelming when i was looking at yeah, stuff i was yeah. like oh wow okay and then you know we were going to play through some of the early adventure and you're going well where's the map for that and they, they didn't have a map for that right no. i was like oh see the one thing you guys <laughs> but then you can cobble stuff together or yeah. we were even a for fun family project i gridded out a map and we yep. were drawing a map and coloring it in yeah that was kind of fun um so you can take it as far as you want yep, make it absolutely as, i it's great to make it creative mm-hmm. get your kids doing fun things and building stuff or play on graph paper yep which i'm that's how I grew up. So. Or forego the paper entirely. Yeah. And play in the mind. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it just depends. I mean, after he looks at the first best Jerry and wants to read the other four and then get all the cardboard that yes. comes. With, I was like, okay, no, 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 no. Like, let's slow down. We'll get there. But it's cool that it's all available. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, then what's next? Yeah. I... I liked it brought up a lot of things like I was saying the conflict um, got mm-hmm. me thinking that I really wanted to try a non-conflict or something that wasn't just about hacking and slashing yes um, I really want to try the gumshoe system which yeah. is about detective stuff it sounds intriguing yeah it's more about clue interpretation yeah than about and the way your character's abilities are yeah is less about your your strength and stuff and more mm-hmm. about your problem solving your mm-hmm. BS detector things like that yeah, and there's some great stories you can tell within that universe. Yeah, so that might be an mm-hmm. interesting. Um, also, the uh, uh, the Monty Cook stuff that is coming out, right, it looks really cool. Um, and you know, those are XD&D guys. They've they yeah. they know what they're doing. And this is a good example again of people taking it farther. Mm-hmm. Really, f- super fantasy, like his ninth world. You know, right like super it, it again it reminded me kind of of a riff seas thing of like right, yeah. super tech combined with adventuring and mm-hmm. that might be have more story mm-hmm. power as well that's not just kind of medievally set stuff right um and the strange that looks really cool mm-hmm. so there's there's some it kind of got me 
going back to our other episode where we talked, uh, I was overwhelmed by it all. Yes. I do feel like the beginner box was a good gateway to get me back into it and then go, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now what you have do a I foundation, want? right? Yeah. Yeah. Where do I want to go from here? Mm-hmm. Um, the only other thing I thought was, you know, playing with the family and playing with kids, sometimes you're just going to play one-on-one. Yes. And I don't always feel like writing those adventures. So yes. I was like, okay, there's got to be some one-on-one stuff mm-hmm. that isn't overpowered and they're, they're, it's available. Um, I think it's out of print now, but you can get a PDF. I got it from the right. Paizo website. It was a one-on-one compendium mm-hmm. and we're going to play through that. Yeah. Uh, it's like 10 adventures, one of which is utterly inappropriate for a child, but the others I so far just on name alone, <laughs> just on the name, it was some like whoremongers cat. It was some like, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was really, uh, it like, I was like, Oh, this isn't going to be appropriate for a kid. <laughs> you can change it to like innkeeper's daughter. <laughs> yeah. A radical change but yeah the uh it looks cool they give you pre-built character sheets for different levels and right. different classes and stuff so i thought oh this is yeah, yeah. it's a good exposure to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and really cool little stories like you're gonna go into the gambling den and have to pretend and you could literally play out games of skulls right. so very immersive and they took that idea of let's get away from the combat and build an adventure mm-hmm. with tra- you know traps and uh clues and puzzles and yeah. stuff so that sounds there cool. is stuff out there yep, absolutely so that's gonna be good if you can't always get your family all together to to do that sort of thing yeah i guess the the big thing with role-playing like uh other games you can just sit down and play but role-playing you it really is a, a situation where you you get out what you put in yeah right and the more work you're willing to put in the more fun everyone's gonna have i think so yeah so that's the interesting dynamic you do need somebody though willing to put in the time yeah yeah now as somebody who's played a lot of uh role-playing games yourself in your past what did you find overall about the whole the beginner box i I thought it was fantastic i wished that existed back in the day i might have gotten into more fantasy style role-playing that's what i thought yeah Yeah. um i'm glad it exists now yeah um but um yeah it's it's perfect yeah i mean again i played a lot of palladium and those books are objectively terrible <laughs> in how they're laid out and the character putting the characters together. Um, my biggest memory of role playing is just spending hours making characters and then not playing because yeah. <laughs> everyone was burned out. Yeah. They're, they're cool books though. They're very cool books. Like the, I, I've read them. The like, story is rich. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and just the, the creativity of the, the technology and the, the yeah. world for sure. But uh, no, it's not, it's they're, they're, as far away from yeah. the beginner's box as you can get. No, it's that it's exciting that role playing seemed to have learned a lesson from what happened in the past and mm-hmm. went, okay, let's, how do we get, I mean, it's a small, it's a very niche thing. Yes, absolutely. It's a small, like as big as these guys make the industry seem or the market mm-hmm. seem, I'm going to guess the market isn't that big. No. Uh, especially once people move past the beginner box, it probably dwindles radically. I mean, yeah. again, why D and D got away from wanting to produce so many secondary books yeah they're just the sales go bloop yeah so it it's a hard industry and it's nice to see that they put the effort in to try to build mm-hmm. out the core audience and get those little gamers yeah attracted and yeah so yeah paizo you've got another consumer yes <laughs> as soon as he has his own money <laughs> yes uh, yeah a- I, and and just what a great job they did on that product did to to get people get kids and beginners just hooked and that's that's what you got to do i think so yeah
Yeah, I'm excited for us to also get get going again. Yeah. Got to get back on it. Yeah. I think we should go roll some D20s. Let's do it. All right. All right. You're Jeff. And you're James. We'll see you next time. <laughs>